0: Welcome to Built on Air, a podcast and video series about all things Airtable. I'm your host, Zoe Vanderplu, and I'd like to thank our sponsor, Openside. Visit openside.com for products and services that will take your Airtable to the next level. Use promo code BUILTONAIR, one word, all caps, for a one-time $20 credit off of any purchase. Today on the show, I welcome Alex Wolf, an all-around Airtable enthusiast from Irvine, California. Alex has managed to find uses for Airtable in almost every facet of his life, from tracking field notes and project details on his job as an environmental noise analyst, to organizing his hobbies and his own personal to-do list. Alex is fairly active on the Airtable universe, and he often combines his love for Airtable and video games in his sample bases. The one he demos today is a recap of the first ever Kinda of Funny Games Showcase, an event that was live-streamed on Twitch in December 2018 that highlighted over 60 new video game releases. Alex used Airtable to assemble all the games featured in the show into an aesthetically pleasing catalogue, complete with YouTube video timestamps. Check out BuiltOnAir.com to sign up for our mailing list, where you can get weekly updates on new Built On Air episodes and other fun Airtable things. Hey, Alex, thank you so much for being on Built On Air with me today. Why don't you just kind of start off by by telling us a little bit um, about yourself and and how you use Airtable in different parts of your life?
1: Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. First and foremost, I think this is an awesome uh, thing you're doing with this podcast. So um, in terms of my background right now, I'm an environmental noise analyst, and for in terms of Airtable... Uh, it doesn't really apply to the analytical and report writing that I do on a day-to-day basis, but it's really transformed the way that I manage all my projects, uh, both at work um, in that position and also in my personal life. So I've really taken um, almost anything I can squeeze into an Airtable base and turned it into one. Uh, and it's uh, drastically helped me um, in terms of project management and even just kind of more administrative tasks that used to take a lot more time. So. That's really been the driving um, reason why I love Airtable and I'm excited to be here and talk more about it with someone else who knows more about Airtable because uh, in my line of work, you don't run across many people who are uh, as aware of it.
0: Have you managed to kind of um, sh- you know, share it with any of your coworkers or like get them on board or are you just kind of like in your own little Airtable bubble?
1: Um, I'd say there's some kind of tertiary bubbles Uh, I try and share some read-only views and things like that with uh, people I work with and coordinate with because I find it super helpful. Uh, I think it's just a big uh, leap in terms of going from maybe a more traditional spreadsheet or some other program to manage uh, projects and things like that. So, um, But I think once you kind of dig in and understand uh, how useful Airtable can be and flexible and uh, customizable. That's kind of where people start to see how powerful it can be.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because you, it's just a, a blank slate, right? For you to kind of do whatever you want with it. So I'm curious about like, what is your day to day as an environmental noise analyst?
1: Yeah. So um, typically it's one to two individual projects that I'm working on, even though we have a lo- much longer list at any given time. Um, and that includes, uh, mostly new development, um, in the uh, Southern California area, and there's some environmental rules and regulations that come along with, uh, building a new project or even existing uses when you have a noise issue between commercial and residential, things like that. And so we often come in and take measurements in the field and we write technical reports to analyze potential impacts for, uh, these new developments. So on a day to day, I'm doing some analysis and various programs, and then writing the technical report to back up our approach. And uh, Airtable is really what I use to manage all of those projects and uh, keep track of them all, because especially um, with things like fieldwork and moving a lot of different moving parts, it could certainly become a little bit too much to handle if I didn't have something to kind of track it all.
0: Right. Yeah. I can imagine like a lot of like notes on your phone and like different spreadsheets and stuff like that. Um, I'm also picturing you like out in the field with like headphones and like Ghostbusters type equipment. Is that accurate at all? <laughs> uh,
1: I would say the only part that's inaccurate is uh, the headphones. Otherwise the Ghostbusters equipment. Is pretty <laughs> cool. uh, uh, yeah, usually depending on, you know, what we're doing, there's a variety of different meters and equipment that we use and Uh, Some of them we have monitoring 24 hours long term and others we have to go out in person and uh, collect measurements for different purposes. So um, a lot of different uh, and new projects that we get, um, maybe things that I've never done before that um, it's helpful to have uh, kind of something to fall back on, whether it's my technical background or just an, an Airtable base to look up like, oh, what projects have I done that are similar to this that might help me with this new thing that seems totally foreign to me but uh i need to somehow come up with a solution for
0: right yeah you're like i'll figure this out <laughs>
1: <Somehow>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah
0: so so what is your background did you you know go to school is there a noise analyst training like did you go to college you know how did you even get sort of in this this niche
1: yeah um i studied uh urban studies or city planning um cool. at uh, uc irvine and got my bachelor's in that. And then, um, this position I'm in now is far more technical and niche, if you will, as it relates to noise. But a lot of these technical reports for things like noise, air quality, traffic, go into larger environmental documents that are part of that planning process. So, um, that's kind of how I fell into it. But, uh, this opening came up and it was entry level and I learned pretty much everything I know on the job. Uh, and so, yeah it's it's been a kind of a wild ride for the last few years, but I didn't know it existed till I started either. so uh, definitely a whole other world out there for some of these things.
0: right yeah, I love uncovering just like weird jobs and you know little communities of like I mean I guess you always hear about you know noise reports and noise studies, but to be honest and until just now, I never really thought about you know like the humans that have to go out and you know measure and and write up all that stuff. so. Very cool. Do you like it?
1: Uh, yeah, I really enjoy. I think the analytical side of it the most. Um, thinking through how to solve some of these issues and uh, the variety of projects you work on—it's um, really interesting. You also get to go to some really um, some places you would probably never go otherwise, like <laughs> uh, quarries and mines or new residential homes, whatever it may be. There's a wide kind of spectrum uh, that you get exposed to.
0: Right, yeah, like a weird kind of different point of view of, of the city. Yeah. Um, that's so cool. And and then also, um, so the the base you're gonna sort of walk us through today is the kind of funny games showcase, but kind of funny is sort of its own, you know, individual entity. Is it is that a side project of yours or is there, you know, a group of you and your friends? Tell us about that other cool thing that you do.
1: The kind of funny games uh, showcase space I made was a fan kind of creation. I'm a fan of the podcasts they do. They do a variety of different content on the internet, mostly YouTube videos and um, live streams, things like that. But not uh, all of it is video games focused. Some of it is uh, just random topics or um, other media kind of shows that they do. But um, uh, I found them a, a few years back and I've been listening for a while and this stream that they did was focusing on promoting independent video game developers, and really trying to get that into the eyes and hands of people who may not see games like that. And yeah. so that's really uh, why I made this, was to help kind of get that message out there. And Yeah, so um, the event was hosted at uh, twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games, um, which is their kind of games-focused uh, Twitch channel. And there were no advertisements, no promoting of really kind of funny things and other podcasts. It was mainly just to highlight games and prepare a kind of uh, well-edited expo, if you will, of online uh, videos and trailers that may not get the same kind of reach and views that you would get otherwise for an independent developer.
0: So, we'll definitely include a link to um, the live stream in the show notes. But do you want to share your screen and kind of walk us through your uh, Airtable base as well?
1: Yeah, I could do that right now. When I started this base, uh, originally my idea was to watch the live stream, which, uh, thanks to the embed block, is now possible to just add in uh, right here on the side, um, at least the YouTube video of the entire showcase itself, but my original idea was to, you know, fill all this out with all the games and developers and platforms and all this information uh, while it was going live. So if someone had the link, they could uh, follow along or uh, at least by the time the event was over, uh, it would be available and kind of a uh, quick reference for uh, all these games just to kind of continue the theme of sharing Um, the work that these groups are doing and I I felt like while a spreadsheet is helpful and you can see the names of games and developers uh, something that um, Airtable I think really does well is showing data in different ways but also kind of more attractive ways if you will and one of those is this gallery view that uh, you can see now which I feel is um, oftentimes one of the first uh, barriers or helpful things when you see the artwork of a game. Um, Maybe you're immediately interested. Maybe you're immediately uh, turned off by it, but at least you can get more information than just the title. Right. The other point of the base was to try and make it easy for someone to look up um, the trailer and maybe get more info on the game. And so I created a uh, formula to automatically link to a timestamp of each trailer Um, so basically you know converting this duration field into uh minutes and seconds and then figuring out how the youtube url works to kind of plug that in Um, and that's something that uh, i would say i've tried to do or at least incorporate into a lot of other bases which is uh i guess for example in my current job since we do so much field work uh one of the biggest things we have to do is um go to these different sites and manage multiple locations, oftentimes doing uh, two to three different projects at once. So uh, it's really helpful to map out all your locations and check the weather and things like that. And plugging in a formula that can uh, automatically link to the locations and map it out has been hugely helpful. And For sure. so I, I try and incorporate things kind of like that um, uh, if, when I can, when you know, the URLs are friendly enough to kind of add in that information. So that's what I did here with adding the seconds and trying to link to each of these timestamps.
0: Yeah, very nice. It makes it so much more convenient. Yeah, that kind of like figuring out the, um, how to do the unique URL is like always really nice because you feel like you're like, I just saved myself, you know, like two clicks and, you know, 10 keyboard strokes, right, Um, to click on each link. So that's really cool um, because also it's, you know, no one has to kind of like go through and scrub through that entire, you know, recording of the live stream. It's just super quick and accessible um, to kind of get them to where they want to go.
1: Yeah. And so, I I mean, that's really the goal with this base and most of the other things that I, um, because I published this to uh, Airtable Universe and most of the other ones that I've published there, I always try and the goal when I publish it is hopefully it's helpful to someone, right? And also, hopefully, it can show someone something maybe they didn't know was possible in Airtable. Not that, I, not that I'm that i the expert by, by any means, but uh, I'm always looking to learn more and, um, you know, browsing through the community forums to see what issues arise and uh, solutions people are finding. So um, uh, hopefully, you know, this not only uh, helps the developers who are making the games, Um, by kind of highlighting what it is they're doing, but um, maybe gets other people into Airtable and uh, seeing that kind of functionality it can provide.
0: Yeah, definitely. This is such a great use case because it kind of combines, you know, just like a really great um, topic, I think, that lends itself to Airtable that's not just like a CRM or, you know, tracking something for a business. It's something like pretty fun and cool. um, But also like, Yeah, the way you've organized this is just—it's you know super aesthetically pleasing because of Airtable's views, and you have everything sort of like nice and and neat and laid out. Did um, kind of funny games ask you to do this, or did you just kind of you know feel inspired to to do a side project?
1: Uh, No, they they didn't ask me. um, Although if they had, I would have done it definitely. But it was just a side project. Uh, I felt inspired by the event and really what they were trying to accomplish with it. And it um, uh, just seemed like, you know, I'm always kind of looking for reasons to incorporate Airtable into something. And um, this seemed like almost uh, a perfect opportunity to do just that. And um, I think with a lot of the recent updates Airtable has had, like the embed block and things like that, has really uh, made this even more kind of functional. But um, they're actually planning additional events in the future similar to this showcase, and uh, we'll see. I, I would probably plan on making more, but um, it was a decent amount of work, so uh, it may not be quite quite as immediate as this one was, but.
0: Right, were you actually able to kind of fill in the base in real time as you were going along, or did that seem a little bit too ambitious?
1: Uh, it was definitely too ambitious, just <laughs> to crack it all, but um, I did fill out everything I could. <laughs> things like uh, on this table, all the Twitter accounts, those definitely took a bit longer, um, but uh, yeah. Uh, ideally you would fill it in as it goes, but even if um, uh, I published it to Airtable Universe or something like that, uh, they take time to process and review before, before they fully publish that to the public. So uh, you never really know, but uh, it's not quite, I would say to the point where, you know, someone could follow along live, but um ideally at least it's there if an event ends and they can go back and reference it
0: yeah and you can have something like you know quickly share the link to airtable universe or just embed it somewhere and everyone can see it and then so let's just um i think your your structure here is like fairly you know self-explanatory but it looks like you have the games uh You know, table of course, which is sort of the main one, and then you're you're linking the games to, uh, you know, their developer, and then also their their platform that they're on. Yeah,
1: the platforms to me is more of a kind of statistic um, or just to see the number, um, especially for things like uh, PlayStation Vita, which has officially lost a lot of um, support from uh, PlayStation and Sony who made it.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. So it's interesting to see like. People are still developing for this system that is considered uh, outdated.
0: I'm I'm assuming there's probably like a small but very passionate community, right, about PlayStation Vita games. So there's, you know, a few developers every year who will kind of continue support for that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I would consider myself in that small group of very passionate fans.
0: (laughs) Cool. What is the links table that you have in the base?
1: Yeah. Um, that's mainly to point back to, uh, kind of funny. Um, I usually try to include something like a links table or sources or, uh, points of reference for, um, information that is not my own, uh, just to share what they're doing and, um, you know, not only promote, uh, the base and the functionality of Airtable, but, uh, the people who are kind of putting the work in and, making this all happen.
0: I love that. It's like um, the Airtable version of a, like a bibliography for a term paper or something. That's really cool. Um, So also, and and you seem to be kind of like a pretty active person on Airtable Universe. So do you have any other bases or anything up right now that, you know, we can kind of just quickly give a glimpse of so people can, you know, check out your uh, Universe page if they're interested in, learning more about these topics or just your your base tips and tricks?
1: Yeah, um, I've made a couple others that are uh, video game focused, like a um, game collection and backlog tracker, if you will. Let me see uh, what else might work. I, I have another one up there that uh, is just like a basic poll. I felt like when the forms and everything were kind of getting added to Airtable, um, didn't have a template necessarily for that, so um, again, just trying to make things that uh, might be useful uh, to people. But um,
0: yeah, absolutely. And then Airtable has made some some recent, you know, improvements to their forms too, like you know, allowing you to limit record selection to a view and stuff like that, which is really cool. Um, it seems like they're sort of improving that area because people love it so much. And we'll link to your Airtable universe page too. So everyone can kind of just check out your additional stuff. Yeah. You have like a pretty good amount of bases. I think you have nine on here, right?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so right now. And it's, uh.
0: it's cool too, because you're sort of, you know, you have some like, you know, more professional stuff in here. You have some video game stuff. You have some like, you know, just kind of Airtable example. So I think you're you know, your work on Universe kind of does like a really good job of of following up. You know, on how you're like, I use it for everything. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. anything that I can think of to put in here, I'll put in here, um, which is really cool. And um, so, is there anything now that that um, you're you're like any new projects in Airtable that you're you're working on that you're excited about personally or professionally?
1: Um, I really like. Uh and I chose not to share it for this just because the amount of, uh, kind of data scrubbing and, um, for sure. privatizing of the data would have taken uh, quite a bit, but, uh, my kind of go-to base these days is what I just made for my personal life. So for personal projects, um, day-to-day tasks, uh, even, you know, what movies I want to see in the future. Um, uh, mainly because I wanted it all kind of in one place, um, especially in one place where you can make a calendar that syncs with your Google calendar and notifies yeah. you. And, um, uh, all that to me is just super powerful and, uh, has changed a lot of the way that I do things. Um, cause my background in using this type of program, um, started years ago when I read getting things done. And yeah. um, from there, I kind of adopted, uh, an Evernote, a way of going about that, and then that transition to a Microsoft Access database, and um, I can't even remember uh, when Airtable came along, um, uh, when that transition happened, but it was like as soon as I saw it, I knew it was the better version that I'd been looking for of uh, the, the base that I was, or the Microsoft Access database that I was currently using, so um, uh, going back to that personal base I mentioned, it's just been a huge uh, help to me to not only, like, track your tasks and projects and, uh, not that I want to make my personal life, uh, you know, project management CRM necessarily, but, uh, not, not that there's anything wrong with that. But, uh, for me, it was also a way to, uh, like I recently incorporated a way to review what I've done, uh, over the last week. So like to calculate, oh, what, how many things did I get done or, um, where am I at on these projects and kind of, uh, do the, you know, old school getting things done weekly review and uh uh try and show progress any way I can just to you know keep yourself motivated when you're working on things that take a bit longer.
0: For sure. Yeah, like tracking your your velocity and progress. And and I think there definitely is like something really satisfying about about tracking your your personal life in that way. Like it it does take some discipline, but it it's kind of cool to like quantify this this like thing that seems so unquantifiable, you know, like what did Zoe do today? Um, and that kind of thing. So that's really cool. Um, maybe, uh, once you've kind of gotten it to a, a decent point and you can scrub it from all personal Alex stuff, we'll see that on the universe sometime to check out. And then if, if people want to, um, uh, reach out to you, you know, any of our listeners, uh, where should they go to contact you?
1: Um, yeah, the best way is probably uh, through Twitter. Um, I'm on there at Alex Wolf, A-L-X-W-L-F-E, and pretty responsive. That's um, where I try and share some of this uh, Airtable stuff I do and um, get it into hands of more people just because I think uh, it's just super useful and might help somebody somewhere out there.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a tool for for everyone, Um, and I really enjoyed kind of talking to you about all of the different ways that you use it, Um, seeing this sort of like really elegant game showcase space that you've built, um, and also just getting to learn a little bit more about environmental noise analysis, um, which is really cool. Uh, so thank you so much, Alex, for your time. And um, we'll be on the lookout for sort of future fun air y things from you.
1: No, thank you. I appreciate you taking the time having me on. Uh, appreciate um, letting me share this space and you guys have continued success with the podcast. I think it's awesome.
0: Awesome. Thank you. See ya.
1: All right.